Welcome to Because the Beatles, the podcast about the Beatles, everything about the Beatles, 24-8. I'm Erica. I'm Allison. And before we start, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts or stream us on Spotify. And if you're enjoying Because the Beatles, feel free to leave us preferably five-star review so other Beatle maniacs can find us. Also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll be posting videos, photos, and more from this episode and beyond. Probably a lot from this episode. Yep. And you can also email us at bcthebeatles at gmail.com. Yes, you can. And I imagine we might get some uh, some emails about this episode. This is a very special episode for BC the Beatles. So today is something that we've been wanting to do since... I think we started talking about doing a podcast, which was many, many moons ago, because it's been kind of a hot topic, but it sort of reached a fever pitch recently, specifically in May, when a video went live on YouTube that purported to give a definitive answer of how to pronounce the Beatles manager's last name and purposely not saying it. Although if you've listened to the podcast before, you know how we say it. So this is a bit controversial. It's very important to us. And we wanted to unearth some evidence and some very new testimonial that's come to light to make our case. This is a very, very big deal to me. You guys know, you can listen to our episode. I talk about Brian pretty much every episode because he's literally my favorite person in history. He's a reason why I work in the music business. Uh, my cat is Epi. He's literally my favorite fucking person. So this is a very, very big deal <laughs> to me. And I'm going to try to keep it cool. You're going to try, but you're not. Yeah, no. So do tell, what is the controversy here? Okay. All right. So take a deep breath. So the controversy is how to pronounce Brian's last name. First of all, there's a whole charge about pronouncing an Epstein. The correct way to pronounce it, it's Epstein. Brian Epstein is the correct way to pronounce his last name. So we're going to tell you why. And like Erica said, we have lots and lots to back this up. But before we start, full disclosure, the video on YouTube, which you can feel free to watch, just search how to pronounce Brian Epstein's name or Vivek Tiwari. Vivek is a friend of ours. Hopefully he still will be after this episode. But um, he wrote the graphic novel based on Brian's life called The Fifth Beatle, working on a miniseries about Brian's life. And he's probably the one leading the charge most on Epstein. If you don't know the context, he was being interviewed about his work and about Brian, and a large part of this video was taken up with his defense of why he thinks that Brian's last name is pronounced Epstein. Exactly. One of the main arguments for Epstein is that Brian's family pronounced it Epstein, so why wouldn't Brian? So why would that not be correct? Well, that's a great question, and that's a main argument that Vivek makes in the video, According to Queenie, who is Brian's mom, matriarch of the family, one of Brian's best friends his whole life, according to her, the family name is Epstein. My son is Brian Epstein. It's ridiculous to think it would be Brian Epstein. So the truth is, Vivek is 100% right. The family name, Queenie, Harry, and Clive, Brian's brother, are Epstein. That's their last name. However, Brian deliberately changed the pronunciation of his name. And you can find that verified in many, many Beatles books, lots of anecdotal evidence from people who knew him the best that can see that Brian changed his last name. Some people say he wanted it to sound more American. I've also heard that he wanted it to sound less Jewish, but I don't think it sounds less Jewish. So that is a historical fact that Brian changed the pronunciation of his last name. So when you say the family name is Epstein. You're 100% correct. But if you're also agreeing 
that he changed the pronunciation of his name, which again is historical fact, then it has to be Epstein, right? Right. So there's two texts that I could dig up and I, you know, have pretty much every book about Brian, all like three of them. Um, the first one is a biography by Ray Coleman, which is more or less a definitive, I guess, called The Man Who Made the Beatles. It's out of print, but you can find it on eBay or something. It's pretty much the only thing about Brian out there. Definitive because it's only. Exactly, exactly. So in that biography, Ray Coleman has it backwards. He says that the family is Epstein. Brian changed it to Epstein when he was in the army. That's not true because, as we know, the family is Epstein. Right. And they have said that over and over again. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can find Clive, you know, it's, it's, it's out there. And so there's another book called Standing in the Wings. Uh, I think it's like My Life with Brian Epstein, The Beatles, Liverpool, et cetera, by a guy called Joe Flannery, who was a friend of Brian's. He was sort of in the scene. And he's still around, you know, he appears at the Beatles story in Liverpool every once in a while and does events and book signings. So in his book, and he's actually championed it, Life of Ake, on YouTube, you can find him talking about how it's Epstein, not Epstein. But again, he also says that Brian changed the pronunciation of his name. So again, if the family is Epstein, then he couldn't change his name to Epstein. It's already Epstein. So he changed it to Epstein. That's why that argument, the family name argument, is deeply flawed and, in fact, incorrect. I think that makes a lot of sense. And let's talk about the people who knew him during the time when he was calling himself Epstein. Yes, let's do that. Because another one of Vivek's points in his video is that they were just wrong. Everybody from John Lennon to George Martin to whoever, um, including Brian's secretary and first U.S. visit, who stands directly behind him and says the manager's name is Brian Epstein. And Brian, the camera's on his face. He doesn't even blank nothing. So here's the thing. His close colleagues and his friends said Epstein in his presence, obviously. So why would he not have corrected them? Of course, especially the people who worked with him as his official representatives. Brian was not a man who took second best or put up with people slacking or being lazy. This was one of those things. If he introduced himself as Epstein, he would have wanted his secretary and anybody speaking on his behalf to do exactly the same. And he wouldn't have hesitated to correct that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Brian, especially towards the end of his life and once the Beatles really got rolling, his secretaries and associates have definitely said he could be very volatile. And Brian was a person, as you said, that never wanted second best. He always wanted to be presented well. He was very theatrical. We know that. You know, that's why he created elements of the Beatles where they bow at the same time, like all that. He would not have allowed a mispronunciation of his name because that's part of his presentation. Also, going back to point one, if he changed his name, the pronunciation of his name, which is, again, historical fact, he would have told them outright how to say his name. So, you know, there's really no argument to be made there. It's by John Lennon. And we're going to go through the list. Trust me, we've got a lot more evidence than this. This is all anecdotal. We've got hard facts coming up, folks. But those closest to him, he would never have allowed them to say it wrong. John, specifically, obviously, Brian and John had a very close relationship Make of it what you will, but they were very close, and there was a lot of love between them, but John could also really take the piss out of Brian. For sure. And he says Brian Epstein. We've all heard the tape in the anthology where he says he was a beautiful guy, Brian Epstein, and even after his death, you know, in the uh, 
infamous video where John is interviewed after Brian's death. He says Epstein and not even John would be that sacrilegious to needle Brian after his death. He would have respected him. And at that point, what would be the point? John was not that kind of guy. Right. And I also think that John obviously would have known how to say his name. And if John wanted to make fun of his name or make a play on his name, he would have done a word play like how he would call Peter Noon, Peter No One. You know, mm, he, yeah. he, he would have he would have done something more clever than to just use the family pronunciation to annoy him. Exactly. And there's another part in Joe Flannery's book, Standing in the Wings, where he says that Brian would quote unquote check you right away when you mispronounce his name. So that goes back to why didn't he say that to the secretary? But also he would have probably said it to John over and over and over. And I think if there were a moment for John to you know, concede to Brian and, and say Epstein, if that's the way Brian wanted it, it would have been after he died. And that would have been something reverential to Brian. He says Epstein. And I think that indicates that that's what he was called. Right. And by 1967, there wouldn't have been any question about this. Exactly. Exactly. There's also an instance of this sort of thing when Brian appeared on a TV show called What's My Line. And I love the show. I, I'm a big fan of What's My Line. Uh, Bennett Surf is my guy, um, which probably means nothing to a lot of you guys, but go watch it. I think it's on like GSN at like 2 a.m. or something. Um, so it's an old game show where the point was there would be like a mystery guest or a person that comes on every week and a panel of quote unquote stars. A lot of them were writers for the New York Times and book authors and, and personalities. They would have to guess what that person does for a job. So the host is John Daly, and, you know, every week there's a mystery guest, which is usually a celebrity, and the panelists are blindfolded. So Brian went on one week, and the panelists were not blindfolded, so he came on and signed in as Mr. X and sat down next to John Daly, and the game starts, and they start guessing, yeah, you know, do you, are you in the music business? And it's all yes or no questions. And so Paul Anka passes because he's like, I think I know him, which, of course, he would. Bennett Surf, who's finally like, are you associated with those four young, long-haired, blah, blah, blah. And um, of course, that's it. So when John Daly, the host, then introduces Brian, he says, Mr. Barry Epstein. And it makes my soul crumble because Brian, under his breath, says Brian. And it makes me, like, emotional. I'm getting, like, really upset talking about it because he's just so, like, like, it's just so sad. Like, why do you say Barry Epstein? Anyway. But the point is, why wouldn't he have said Epstein? I know that it's maybe a little bit more cringeworthy that he fucked up his first name so badly, but also, like, why wouldn't he have said, like, Brian Epstein? You'd say them both. You would say them both. Yeah, exactly, because it's bad enough if the host fucks up one, but it's two, it's, you know, you would say them both. Anyway, so that didn't happen. (laughs) But you can look that up, too. It's on YouTube. Brian's adorable in it and perfect and wonderful, but that moment, it just literally takes my breath away. It's so cringeworthy. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we've made a pretty good argument for why we feel there's evidence out there. And again, this is all anecdotal, but maybe we should get into some hard evidence here. It's not just us. It's not just our our feelings. There's a pretty significant number of people who have been recorded saying Epstein during the time when Brian was managing the Beatles. The list of people who said Epstein include John Lennon, George Martin, 
Viv Jones. Worked for Brian. Yes. Marianne Faithful. Murray the K. The host of the UK Tonight Show, right in front of Brian's face as he was interviewing him. Ivor Davis, our guest from last week. Yeah. Love him. Uh, Brian's secretary and first U.S. visit, as we've already gone over. Mark Lewison. We checked with him. Yeah, we'll get into that in a second. Paul Inca, who would know. He would. Billy J. Kramer, contemporary of the Beatles. And also managed by Brian. And Don Dannerman of The Circle, which was Brian's only American act that he managed. So another one of Brian's artistes. And also, we've got evidence in the song What About Brian Epstein, also known as Brian Epstein's Blues, which was a demo from the White Album Sessions in 1968, all Brian Epstein. And we'll play a clip of that maybe at the end of this. So we've got a little montage for you of people who have said Epstein. Brian was a a beautiful guy, Brian Epstein, and he was an intuitive, theatrical guy, and he knew we had something he presented as well. And I said to Brian Epstein, if when we do the next session, I mean, I don't want to interfere with the Beatles and what you're doing with them, that's fine. But I'm going to provide the drummer. Brian Epstein's strongest card is that he actually cared for the community he served. And we are very happy to welcome Brian Epstein of England. Brian Epstein, the man who built the Beatles into a cult. The manager's name is Brian Epstein. So let's go to Honolulu, London, and Mr. Brian Epstein. He says he actually knows Brian Epstein. Come on, should I call him? I call him. Something's always bothered me I just can't explain Why isn't Brian Epstein In the Rockwell Hall That's a pretty hefty list right there. Yes, indeed. I think the circle, if nothing else, would say that, you know, th- that's somebody who never knew him in the Liverpool days. You know, mm, the, the members yeah. of the circle didn't know him then. So... They know him as he introduced himself after he was already manager of the Beatles. That's a really good point. That's a really strong argument right there. I didn't even think about that. But we have one argument that's even stronger. Yes. Okay. So here's the thing. I think this is all very good and true and proof evidence here. So two things. Number one. This was, I don't know, a while ago, I guess. But I was sort of having a moment where I'm like, am I crazy? I don't know. So, you know what? I uh, emailed our very good friend, Mark Lewison, himself, and was like, hey, Mark, listen, I just want to check myself. The family is Epstein. Brian is Epstein, correct? And guess what? Ding, ding, ding. I'm right. According to Mark Lewison, who, as Erica said, also says it Epstein. Hashtag Lewison is God. Hashtag Lewison is God. Sorry, Mark. We know you don't like it, but we love it. Mark, we're not going to get that up, dude. Anyway, so yes, according to Mark (laughs) Lewison... It's Epstein. This guy has devoted his life to researching the Beatles, for God's sake. You know, he's the definitive historian, biographer, everything. He's done his homework. So it's Epstein for Mark Lewison. Now, the best part, right, Erica? I think this is pretty exciting. Two, three days ago, this happens. Brand yes. new evidence unearthed. You've heard it here first. Spanking news is breaking news. So as Vivek has cited the family says it Epstein so we decided to ask a member of the family that's right I realized that I am Facebook friends with Clive Epstein's son Henry he's probably not listening but shout out to Henry if you are and that's Brian's nephew Brian's nephew yes Clive's kid and um you know Erica and I were texting and I was like should I ask him should I ask him and and she was like yes definitely so sent him a message and I said hey you know I know that you're father and your grandparents 
were Epstein. You're probably Epstein, but Brian was Epstein. Can you confirm? And yup, it's Epstein. And he said Brian was Epstein. Yep. Uh, written 100 percent written proof from the family. And Clive, who is Henry's father, was very very close to Brian. You know, they're a very close knit family. Clive worked at NEMS after Brian died. Clive worked with you know the Beatles organization for a very long time. So it's not a situation where the family was estranged from Brian at all. Clive and Brian were close. Clive has been to Beetlefests in the past. Uh, Clive sadly passed on now. But so Henry Epstein, nephew of Brian, says Brian pronounced it Epstein. I don't know what could be more definitive proof than that. Yeah, we went straight to a primary source. That's it. And also, there's nothing wrong with choosing a different pronunciation of your name. It doesn't mean you're estranged from the family. It doesn't mean anything other than you choose to pronounce your name in a different way. Exactly. And the fact that Queenie was saying, you know, it's Brian Epstein, that's ridiculous, it's not. I think my mom would say that if I decided to, you know, change the pronunciation of my name. And in fact, you know, my grandmother changed the pronunciation of my last name from like Boron to Boron. Now rhymes with Moron. Thanks. My grandparents had three different pronunciations and two different spellings of the same name over three generations. Oh my goodness. It happens. That's so funny. (laughs) So this is very common and it's not, it shouldn't be a big deal. It shouldn't matter as much as it does, but why it matters is because it mattered to Brian. And I think if you call yourself a fan of Brian, a, a follower of Brian, if you're into Brian at all, learning about his life, if you're involved in history and writing history, it's important to get it right and to honor what he wanted. Agreed. And especially on an audio medium like this, where we're able to talk about Brian, we want to address him in the way that he wanted to be addressed. Exactly. And I invite anybody to you know, start a discourse with us about this. You know, I'm keeping it cool, but this shit gets me riled up. Um, So I, you know, feel free to email us, bcthebeatles at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And if you want to go at it, like, fine. But I am pretty confident that we're right about this. Yep, I totally agree. But welcome all conversation. Exactly. So that was BC the Beatles for today's Epstein Epstein minisode. Mm-hmm. Delicious. I'm so glad we did that and uh, got it out of my system. Although, you know, it uh, never really will be until it's put to bed. And it probably never will be put to bed. However, I think that having a definitive answer from a family member goes pretty far. I think so, too. So I guess we'll just drop the mic and leave it at that. Yep. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time when we talk about Beatles Book Club and we're reading Brian Epstein's book, A Cellar Full of Noise. Bye. Bye. What about Brian Epstein and his brother Sam? They was working in the coal mine, doing what I am. And what about Brother Andy? He's hunting down a fire. But if he's down a fire, I'm brother Sam. Wow, wow, wow.